People are interesting, complex, yet simple creatures. And so in describing people, we peel back a person's mask, overlook the judgments that they may have against them, and get a glimpse into why they are the way they are. Some might call it a character sketch, but here it's just describing a person. This is a work of fiction. Or is it? He sat on the edge of the curb in the parking lot, a black backpack with brown dirt stains to the right of him, a brown duffel bag to the left, and two plastic grocery bags in front of him, his home. He wore a thin black hoodie over a ripped tee. His black jeans were baggy, held up by a rope cinched and tied in the front. He had his knees drawn up to his chest, with his elbows resting on them, arms straight out, palms up, as if receiving a blessing or a curse. His shoulders hunched, head tipped forward, staring through his knees at the pavement in front of him. His hair was brown, like the mulch surrounding the thick bushes behind him. His hair looked like it had been rubbed in mud at some point and dried, and crumbled out, but left some behind for memory's sake. His thin beard had a difficult time hiding his face and frowning mouth. His lips were thin like they had been frowning too long, and somewhere along the way, they accepted their lot. His eyes were unblinking, blue, a shocking pale blue that almost mocked the sky's clear blue ceiling. He was thinking, wondering, when had it all gone bad? Or more, what was the event in his life that caused his hope for his future to fail? To completely just disappear from existence? He thought about when he was a kid, the times he found his mom passed out on the floor, or how he trembled when his neighbor came over, or the way the cupboards didn't have doors on them and they were always empty, or maybe the time the people in the suits came and took him to homes filled with children with the same frowns and distant, angry eyes. He shook his head, closing his hands into fists. No, it was not those times. It was the time he found a bike on the sidewalk. A red bike, new, shiny. The seat was comfy and the brakes tight. The wheels made a whizzing sound on the roads. He took the bike downtown to the movie theater. The way the wind lifted his hair, pushing past his ears, curled around his body, cold, made him smile. He had to be about seven. He stopped at the front of the theater, parked the bike, and scanned the posters on the outside, looking for which movie he wanted to watch. He heard a small squeak. 
He looked down just in time to see a small cat jump up to rub its side on his leg. He watched it for a second before reaching down to pat its soft fur. It was purring with his touch. He felt this warmth flood through him starting from his chest outward. He could feel it in his fingertips. This buzzing. He smiled and crouched down. The cat rubbed its face against his knee. He itched under its bony little chin. The cat closed its green eyes in bliss. A car sped by, horn blaring at another car about to pull out of a parking lot. The cat jumped, fur raised, and it ran in panic, straight into the street. That's the moment Ian Sanders associated when all had gone bad for him, when he had lost his hope. When the car didn't stop, the way the mangled small body laid on the road, he couldn't stop himself from crying and eventually found himself at home, staring at his mom before escaping to his mattress in the back of the apartment. He sat at the edge of his bed, knees pulled up to his chest, forehead resting on his arms crossed over his knees. He shifted his arms out, palms up, still able to feel the cat's soft body lingering on his hands. His head hurt from crying, so he stopped and listened to his breathing. The jagged rhythm, he felt his lungs fill and then push the air back out. A car door slammed right next to him when he jerked his head up. The parking lot was filling up with cars from hurried shoppers, walking past him blatantly, avoiding eye contact with him. He tipped his head back, no longer a boy but a man, and looked up at the sky, feeling like he had already figured this out before. Maybe yesterday. Or maybe not. He wasn't sure. But at least he knew now how it happened. That was all that mattered. Describing People is written and produced by me, Sarah Kaliski. The music on this episode is by Lee Rosebeer. You can check out more of his music in the link I will post in the description. And the music in the intro is from the song Metro's Breathing by the artist Kositi. You can find out more about him and his work down in this description as well. If you've enjoyed this, feel free to share it with your friends, your enemies, strangers, whatever. You can also stock the show everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under the username Describing PPL. I'm Sarah, and thank you for listening to another episode of Describing People. Until next time, guys, stay kind, wise, and beautiful. Cheers.